bringing you his authentic perspectives on important topics. They live in suburbs together. They live in the city together. They hang out together, all in the same family. We're the only idiots that fight because we want our voice to only be on one side. Like, does that even make any sense? And when the side loses, you lose everything. They, on the other hand, have a voice no matter what because somebody that looks like them is always in, in control. Frank, candid, and straight to the point. Well, it's just a skewed uh, system. Of course it is. It's a lot but, of adjustment. But, but answer there, my question, though. Should we let people what? go? Should we let people go? Like, let's just forget about bail altogether. And if your neighbor commits what a homicide and kills people up... Nah, if you kill people and they next to you and you just let them come back and live right next to you, they can live upstairs from you. Let them come in your house. This is The Truth of the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth and The Truth app. Now, he's the mayor of the city of Milwaukee. He's a young man. Give him a chance. I only complain about things that I care about. What I want you to do is pretend like I'm in St. Louis. And all I'm asking the mayor and the common council president and the common council, show me. Now, live from the American Family Insurance Studio in Milwaukee, here is Dr. Ken Harris. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017. I got to say, I had one of the busiest weekends I have ever had in my entire life. At five minutes after the hour, I got to say, it was ridiculous. I think I put... Maybe 500 miles, 600 miles on a car. I woke up at 4.45 Friday morning and went to sleep at 1.30 Saturday morning. And then was up and back out at 7 in the morning working out. Ridiculous. Absolutely ridiculous. And so I hear other people complain. I listen to other people complain about things in life, not understanding that the only thing that's stopping them from doing what they want to do is the voice that's in their head. The voice that stops them from doing what they're doing. I got a little take on a poem that I know that really exemplifies people who defeat themselves. 
I listen to people mess up this poem, get it wrong, attribute it to the wrong people because they're too lazy to find out who made it. It's a poem by a guy by the name of Walter D. Wintle, W-I-N-T-L-E. And one of the most interesting things about it is he reminds you that if you think you're beaten, you are. If you think you dare not, you don't. If you'd like to win, but think you can't, it's almost a sense you won't. If you think you'll lose, you've lost. For out in the world, we find success begins with a fella's will. It's all in the state of mind. Full many a race is lost ere even a step is run. And many a coward falls ere even his work's begun. Think big and your deeds will grow. Think small and you'll fall behind. Think that you can and you will. It's all in the state of mind. If you think you're outclassed, you are. You've got to think high to rise. You've got to be sure of yourself before you can ever win a prize. You see, life's battles don't always go to the stronger or faster man. But sooner or late, the man who wins is actually the man who thinks he can. Today's translation Never dream for success. Work for it. And that is Dr. Ken's Truth on the new 1017 The Truth. The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris is next on 1017 The Truth, the Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. Listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Want to remind you, 1017 The Truth will be live on this Friday, February 24th, 4 to 6 p.m. 
Live from Concordia University's Robert W. Plaster Free Enterprise Center Collaboratorium. I'll be doing my show, and we'll be exploring the economics of the African-American community in Milwaukee. Our guest will be Dr. Rachel Ferguson from Chicago's Concordia University, author of the book Black Liberation Through the Marketplace. Also, uh, our teammate Jason Fields and Dr. Van Mobley, economics and history professor at Concordia. Plus, you might want to check out uh, John Stossel on February 22nd on Wednesday at 6 o'clock. We'll have a Zoom webinar 6 p.m. when he presents Freedom and His Enemies. Uh, John is best known for his career at ABC News and Fox Business Network and Reason TV. So I want to check it out. If you want to register, you can come for free. Economics, Politics, and Philosophy on the Bluff speaker series. You can come see my show live, thetruth.eventbrite.com. That's tr- thetruth.eventbrite.com. 833-212-1017 is the number. It's Monday. Show feels like a Wednesday. Um, got a few stories here that, are, that I think are pretty um, interesting. So I was looking at the news and I've seen where we've had, like today, this afternoon, there was a shooting that happened around 1.30. It's a fatal shooting near 25th and Roosevelt. A 13-year-old got shot the other day in his house. Looks like minding his own business. And so... First, I find it disturbing because we're right back in the same trend of ridiculously stupid things happening in the city and no one doing anything about it. Not the mayor, not the common council, not the police. And granted, they can't stop homicide. Like, they're not there when it happens. So I get that part. But the the proactivity of law enforcement was curtailed significantly by the ACLU in this lawsuit they had that now has effectively neutered the police department from being proactive. And so because nobody likes the police, I guess the city's just going to go to hell in a handbasket. But then I came across this story from Atlanta. Yes. What was that? thousand miles or so i don't know an atlanta area neighbor is being praised for stepping up and stepping in when he witnessed a man stabbing three women in their apartment complex josh dobbs who'd been hailed a good samaritan told fox 5 in atlanta he jumped into action when he heard a woman's screams coming from the hidden lake apartments in union city this past saturday per the report Two women had already been stabbed. And a third victim was heard screaming when Dobbs stepped outside. Responding officers found a woman with a stab wound lying between cars. Another woman who had been stabbed and the suspect who with gunshot wounds were found behind the apartment. The police say an onlooker had seen the assault taking place and stepped up. 
He did shoot the suspect. We actually commend him for what he did and stepping up. Dobbs said, I just couldn't stand there and watch and hear what was going on. One of the women died from her stab wounds. The suspect, meanwhile, was taken to the hospital where he died from his injuries. The violence occurred and appears to stem from a domestic dispute. An investigation is ongoing. If you heard someone screaming, would you come to their aid? With all the things that are going on in the city, homicide this afternoon, homicide, 13-year-old, 47th of free rants, in, in, in his own home, minding his own business, is shot when someone fires into the house and killed. Would you come to the aid of someone screaming for help? 833-212-1017 is the number. In today's society, would you help somebody? You hear a man who's infirmed. A woman who can't defend herself. And someone is robbing them, stabbing them, beating them, slapping them. Would you? What would you do? 833-212-1017. I'm... Thinking about Milwaukee, I don't know. So I'd like to ask you that question because I don't really I don't really know what the answer would be in today's world. I ain't in these streets like I used to be growing up. So I don't I don't really know how people respond, how people look to do things for others. It's unfortunate that three people got stabbed before. Well, it's unfortunate that three people got stabbed, but it's fortunate that a third party, that a, that a, that somebody that had nothing to do with the incident stepped in and defended those women who were being stabbed. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is. The number. I'm interested to know what you would do. All things being equal. Third party, you don't know who it is. I'm not talking about going after your somebody going after your family and you defending yourself. I'm not talking about somebody going after one of your kids and you defending yourself. I'm talking about you look up and 30, 40, 50 feet away, across the street from you, there is a person beating another human being who clearly cannot defend themselves. What would you do? Give me a call. Cause I'd be interested to know. I mean, I, 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 I know what I would do and I know the circumstances that would have to be present in order for me to do it. But what about you? I have training to do those types of things. I have, you know, I'm able to think it through to act in a way that would keep myself safe, hopefully, and not only the victim, but the third party that's doing the crime as well, right? I mean, but what would you do?
Talk and text line is 833-212-1017. Text line says, Dr. Ken, I came across an article online. Have you heard of Mudroots? Yes, I have. Detroit wards off crime in dangerous neighborhoods by arming themselves and helping vulnerable people. Here's the issue I have. I'm not asking you what other people would do. I'm asking you what you would do. What would you do if you came across it? Talking test line, Chris said, only if it's someone I know. Well, then why be that? Like, what is that? Isn't that a lazy way out? Isn't that a wimp's way out? But then they go on to say, I know, I don't, I don't. I don't trust the district attorney's office in Milwaukee to back good Samaritan intentions when using deadly force. You're right. The known criminals who shoot, kill, stab, burglarize, and rob people and carjack, they let go. People who defend themselves, they lock up. But y'all put that DA in, and it's time when he runs for re-election, we need to find somebody to run against him. I might go to law school and become a lawyer just so I can run against him. It's unfortunate, but I digress. Talking text line says, yes. However, I have a concealed carry license. If unarmed at the time, I would still try and get as much attention to the situation as I'm running to try and help. By the way, I'm a female. So what would you do? Okay, so does that matter? If a man's getting beaten, you're a woman, would you help? I mean, society already says men help women. We have these norms in society that say women are the weaker vessel. Yet women dictate when they are weak or not, right? I'll hold the door for myself. Then if you don't hold the door, what kind of gentleman are you? You know, you, you get to go back and forth and be both. But if you're unarmed, would you intercede? Depends. That's just me. 833-212-1017 is a number. I would definitely run and scream at them to stop if it's an elderly person. And see, for me, I would, I would think I would intercede quicker if it was an elderly person. Hmm. That's interesting. <laughs> Felix said, if you do, you have my vote, Dr. Ken. And no, I'm not running for district attorney. I'm not running. Why would I run when I get to complain? If I get to complain, then, you know. <laughs> Something has to change. Clearly in Atlanta, something's changed. Clearly in Detroit, something's changed. Clearly. When you think about the danger that's in our neighborhoods. 
when carrying long guns is legal, open carry is legal. Detroit has a group of people that are taking advantage of groups open display of guns, which is pretty legal, was greeted by many people not for being threatening, but for protecting black women in dangerous neighborhoods. What they do is they come in, and if you're carrying groceries, if you're walking to your car, if you're pumping gas, they assist you. The group New Era Detroit has been carrying out this kind of public service work in the city's most crime-ridden streets you ready? For almost a decade, and this is the first time people have heard about it. The group's Instagram page includes videos of members escorting child care workers home late at night from a daycare only a block from where a murder had recently happened. Another post shows members hosting a workshop with children on conflict resolution. We're not trying to be crime heroes or anything like that we're just trying to educate and uplift our community and so we get upset when we see white people walking around with long guns and how terrible it is and we should get rid of guns but what about the law-abiding black people it's not grassroots it's mud roots they get in to the thick of it with everyone else. What are your thoughts? 833-212-1017 is the number. Give me a call. Traffic, weather, and sports up next. This is The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harris on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com. You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris, 833-212-1017 is the number. Before the break, we were talking about whether or not you would come to aid someone who was getting um, jacked in the street. I read the text. I definitely would help. Who was this from? 414216 said, I would definitely help and scream at them to stop if it's an elderly person. To me, nothing has changed unless the people in government change. And I mean different people in office. I am a hundred percent. No, that's a lie. I'm 200 percent in agreement. I'm I'm just saying at some point do we really just need to do like Detroit and have groups? I mean, I don't look at them as vigilantes. 
I don't look at them as people who are doing something that they're not supposed to do. They have a constitutional right to keep and bear arms. They're not out carjacking people, robbing people. Eight three three two one two one zero one seven is the number. Talking text line says, great topic, Dr. Ken. Good life said, you have my attention. Educate me. I know I'll call 911. If it's a female, I know I'll get involved. Well, does it really matter who it is? Like you would let the guy just die, but you let the woman you'd fight and possibly get killed yourself. Like, are you saying women's lives are more important than men's lives or men's money is more? um, Life is life. Our society is programmed to help women first. How about just help people first? But then what are your options? Do you assist them? Do I take the time to help you Let me rephrase that. As a human being, am I morally bound to assist you up until the point where it would risk my life? Or do you just jump in and help and if you get killed, you get killed and that's that? Me personally, I mean, that's what I got paid to do. Was it always fun? No. Did we sometimes get attacked by the people we were trying to help and by the person that we were trying to arrest? Yep. Them's the breaks. And there's nothing you can really do about it. But at least you try, wouldn't you? 833-212-1017 is the number. Would you assist? And if you would assist, what is that? Like, what is assisting someone who's the being the victim during the commission of a crime? I don't know. Sandra, you're on the new 1017 The Truth. How are you? I am just fine. How are you? I'm good. Yeah, you're talking about some serious stuff. Okay. That's serious. Yeah, because, um, I mean, it would be kind of like, you know, I always tell you, I live right exactly where a lot of action is. And um, I hear stuff like the bullet. I won't say the bullets, the gunshots. And uh, I'll kind of like peek my head out of the door because you just don't know how long it's going to be. But I, you have to kind of wait till somebody come, you know, like your ambulance, police, and all of them. Mm-hmm. But most of the time, it'd be, from what I can see, it'd be young people that's uh, on the, they they got to be on the wrong path because uh, for them to get so upset with each other, they go to shooting shooting each other. But then they know how to put up balloons and all of this stuff after somebody dies. And uh, I just say now, if I happen to run up on it, um, you know what? I just, 
Tell you the truth, I would want to help, but I have to do my little analyze, and my brain get like uh, what you call that. Uh, it gets mechanical. You got to analyze your situation if you can get through it safely. True. And so, because uh, I I don't walk around with weapons on and stuff like that, because a lot of people, like you say, are armed, and I don't walk around with weapons on. So I would have to analyze my the situation where as where I can help and still be safe. And uh, I would definitely call 911, of course. And, uh, um, and you know what I always say, maybe I better get a bulletproof, uh, 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 not bulletproof, but uh, what you call it, proof vest. And uh, I, don't, I want to get a helmet, too, but I just don't want to be a target because if people see you with a helmet on other than bicycle, they might play for a target. I don't want to be a target, but... Uh, you know, it's just if our uh, people we select can't can't help us out of this mess. I mean, how else are we gonna get out of it? So you're talking like Kevlar. Each other we want to kill. So you're talking kill, like kill, a kill. You're talking like a Kevlar helmet. Well, whatever uh, helmet that can resist the bullet. I don't know which one it is. I would have to look it up. It's Kevlar. Not, okay, okay. Thanks for telling me. Yep. Because I did actually <laughs> have one. There's nothing nobody can do. Nothing we could do in the city is just going bankrupt and mm-hmm. schools are closing and the poor little kids uh, were beating down the kids because they're bad and the 13-year-old uh, just got shot. So what else we going to do? Well, to would you help someone, though, if you had the ability to help someone? I would do the best someone? I could. I'd do the best I could without, you know, sacrificing my life. So what are the instances where you would help somebody and what are the instances where you wouldn't? Uh, the instances I would help somebody if if he's beating up the girl, I don't see him with a gun. I might I, I, I'll say stuff because I've seen it over here. Right, you know, I've seen him beat the girl up the alley. <laughs> yeah, I see a lot of stuff. I tell you, I see a lot of stuff. And uh, um, and then uh, the little guy come around trying to talk to me, trying to be nice. I said, I know you already. I told him about himself. I said, I know you, and you beat that girl up. Mm-hmm. But I tried to talk with him, but like I said, one of the little guys pulled a gun out bigger than me. He had a gun plus a pit bull. And so what do you do that. in those instances, though? I mean, you just let the person go on and be abused? Do you call 911? I'm trying to call for some help. You okay. know, I'm not going to get hurt because I don't have nothing. You know, and I don't, I'm going to need a lawyer if I did have something. Right. Because you're going to need a lawyer to get out of it. That is true. Or maybe, maybe not. Depends. And yeah, tell, I want somebody else to weigh in on it too, uh-huh. as is, uh, because they always weigh up in on the fact that we have the crime and that we're we're bad people. Because every time you look at crime, it's black people. I want somebody else to weigh in, see what they would do. All right. Well, thank you much. I, I besides, appreciate. No, not, don't 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 text you. I want them to call. I want to hear them. All right. Sandra has spoken. Okay. All right. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. More of The Truth in the Afternoon with Dr. Ken Harrison is next on 1017 The Truth, The Truth app, and 1017thetruth.com.
You're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. Want to remind you to tune in to Truth with Sherwin Hughes for his financial empowerment interview with Northwestern Mutual. They're a national leader in financial services, and every month Sherwin speaks with a representative of Northwestern Mutual about investing, building generational wealth, and how to best reach financial freedom. On Friday the 24th, Sherwin will be joined by Northwestern Mutual Financial Advisors, J.B. Bell and Erica Wright, where they will have an informative conversation on how black-owned businesses and startups can help fund and grow their business. Be sure to call in 833-212-1017 to get free business advice. Again, that's this Friday, February 24th, 12 noon on The Truth with Sherwin Hughes. Also, the award-winning 1017 The Truth proudly celebrates black excellence and the most monumental moments in our history. Tune in to everything that we throw at you this month because we are celebrating, in a, in a monumental way, Black History Month. 1017 The Truth Celebration of Black History Month is sponsored by UW Credit Union, Tayback Law, Cardinal Stritch, and American Family Insurance. 833-212-1017 is the number. So you heard Sandra tell you somebody call in and say what you would do. She's interested in hearing, and so am I, by the way, on what you would actually do if you saw someone being robbed. Um, I mean, does it matter what the crime is that you're that you're looking at? If you see somebody stealing something out of somebody's pocket while they're standing in line, I've seen this. So for those of you that don't know, and haven't been to Chicago. The elevated train, we call the L. You know, E-L or just the letter L. You know, you write the L. And I've been there when the when the L is, you know, standing room only, and you got to ride for a half hour, 45 minutes, an hour to get home. And um, some of them are made where they stop at every stop, but then if you had this, and, and now they have like color line, you know, the lines are color. Take the orange and the yellow and the purple and the green. But back in the day, if you saw a red sign, that meant it was express and you basically got on and it went from one point to the other. And they told you, hey, we stop once we leave downtown all the way to like 69th Street. And that was it. And you're stuck on a train for 20, 25 minutes while the train goes all the way through. And so what do you do when you see someone reaching in someone's pocket and pulling their wallet out? Do you intercede knowing that there's nowhere to go? You don't know how many people are with them. You don't know if they might turn around and jack you. They have a knife. They have a gun, bazooka, bomb. You don't know. What do you do? What does it have to look like in order for you to assist someone else? 833-212-1017 is the number. Uh, before I get to the phone calls, Dion the Nan said, I'm not helping man nor woman. It's not my business. And usually the innocent person gets killed or hurt. What if it's somebody in your family? And somebody sees somebody in your family getting jacked, robbed, beat, 
so somebody can steal something from them, the clothes off their back, their coat, their jacket, their shoes. Would you actually want someone else to stand and watch? And not help your family member? God forbid they're injured for life or even die? That makes no sense to me. 833-212-1017 is the number. Bob, you're on the new 1017, The Truth. Hello, Dr. Chen. Uh, do you know where Central and Lake is in Chicago? Yeah, I most certainly do. Central Avenue and Lake okay. Street on the west side. Right. That's the end of the, almost the end, because Austin comes. Right, there once you get to Austin and you get to Oak Park, right. Right, right. There was a guy on the uh, fence, had another guy on the fence, you know, threatening him. Like, he, you know, he's beating him. He, he was going to hit him. Uh-huh. And then... Uh, I had my three kids with me, you know, and I was living about a couple, two blocks from there. And I, I rolled down the window and said, let the guy alone. And he said, man, you better stay out of my business. I said, why don't you just leave, let the guy go? And the guy said, you better stay out of my business. So then I dropped my kids off and they were saying, daddy, don't do that, daddy. You know, it was fussing. I said, if I was on the fence, wouldn't you want somebody to help me? And then we had bars. I was helping my father in this building, you know, living in this building. And uh, I walked back out there, and I took two or three steps. And I said, why don't you let the guy go? And he wouldn't let the guy go. You better stay out of this. And then some guy came over from a barber shop across the street hit the guy, and the other guy ran, and I turned around and I said, boy, I'm sure glad I didn't have to get into that. But I come to understand that you I have a police-minded, I'm a police-minded individual. I, I feel that way. I, I just, so how to avoid stuff, most likely, you just work. But Bob, is that a is that a police mind to actually care about other people? Isn't that a humane mind? Isn't that a caring? Isn't that a compassionate mind? You actually have to talk yourself into thinking like a cop in order to help somebody. Uh, I think it's uh, both. uh, Okay, because uh, I think it's both, and I knew I kind of had that kind of a mind, so I. One way to avoid things mm-hmm. is work. I mean, just I, I had plenty of work. I said, let me get, let me work hard, because man, I'm, I, I get myself into stuff that I just can't get out of one of these days. So that that's what I see, and and it kind of happened that way. Okay, but then you know, a couple years later, I moved into a neighborhood. Hurry up, Bob. Mm-hmm. Okay, moved into a neighborhood. <laughs> okay, <laughs> that none of that stuff really happened, you know. Okay, you know what Arlington is. You know what right, Arlington right, is. Right, right, right. Oh, that's about it, uh, 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 Doctor. Thank you. All right.
833-212-1017 is the number. Denise, you're on the new 1017, The Truth. Now, but, uh, I was going to say, Bob, I got caught up in Bob. How you doing, Mr. Ken? I'm fine. Uh, listen, you said you was a lieutenant, correct? Yes, ma'am. Okay, um, I'm having a situation right now. I, I don't, I don't, I don't deal with people's police problems anymore. Just so you know, I don't, I don't give advice for people's police problems. So, just so you know, no, I'm not going there. Okay. Uh, uh-uh. uh. I know you out of that business, but uh, the thing is, why I said that was because there are a lot of police officers that won't help. When you call them for domestic, uh, uh, you know, problematic situations. What do you mean won't help? I don't understand what you mean well, by that. Okay, for instance. Okay. No, don't, don't, don't give me a story. Just explain why they won't help. Because we we're, we're well, only got about a minute. I don't know why they won't help. I don't know. I no, don't know. What, what do you mean by uh, they won't help? Well, you call for a crisis uh-huh. over here where I'm at on the south side. Okay. They, uh, just won't get involved in what you're trying to get them to look into. That's what I'm saying. Okay. And in regards to uh, any situation that is concerning other people being taken advantage of. Right. And uh, and it doesn't seem like they care. So are you saying that because of one or two instances or just all of them don't care? Okay. I'm going to have to put you on hold, Denise, because I cannot understand you. I think your phone is is going a little weird and it's really hard to understand you. But what it, but what it sounds like is that sometimes I don't know. All right. I'm gonna tell the truth all the time. I don't know. Um, that could be myriad things. And if you're not getting help from the police, I would actually call and like call the district and talk to a supervisor, have a supervisor respond and figure out what's going on and why you didn't get help. But I wouldn't just dismiss it or anything of that nature. I mean, I'm just saying. Everett Mitchell, a Supreme Court candidate for the Wisconsin Supreme Court, will be coming in the 5 o'clock hour. I'm looking forward to having a conversation. And if you have any questions for him, 833-212-1017 is the number. Uh, you're listening to Truth in the Afternoon. I'm your host, Dr. Ken Harris. We've got news, traffic, all kind of stuff coming up for you right now.